coming to you from somewhere even deeper in the fucking woods. I have no idea where we're at. We are Nostalgia Highway. Movies you know We really need to be recording right now. Oh my god, Dave. Don't you fucking start with me. I'm the host of the Mayor Matt Logs, and with me as always, my two esteemed co-hosts. King of the Road. Oh god, I'm the Lord Ketchum. Fuck. Okay, so, let's get everybody up to speed. We've been running for our lives the last couple hours. I think we've lost them. Seems like a good spot for camping. We gotta stop. This is a good spot for camp. I think so. Alright, so we've set up camp now, and uh, it looks good and everything, but I think we might have messed up because we've came across these stone and stick configurations <laughs> laying around yeah, the woods. I don't know what these are. It's, I mean, it, they're like in three, it's like completely around us. It's yeah. Like this whole freaking patch. We should just move camp, guys. Oh, man. Well, no, we've already got this fucking fire. Started. I think we're safe here. I don't know. It's it's guy. It's dark. I mean, we. I don't know, man. These 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 things. They remind me of a movie. I'm just. Saying. They remind me of Blair Witch Project. You guys remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I didn't want to say. Well, I don't want to. Was it 2000? Not 20. Oh. No. Yeah, not 2016. The, the good one. one. From the one that counts. <laughs> There's a good one. <sighs> Is it right. cool? Oh. Ugh. King. Right, right. I'm tired. It's it's testing your limits. Oh man, we're gonna do the Blair Witch Project from 1999. In October of 1994, three student filmmakers arrived in Burkittsville, Maryland, to interview locals about the legend of the Blair Witch. All I'm saying is that you got us lost. Uh, no, I know we're not lost. Oh, you knew that yesterday too, and you knew that twice. Look, guys, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. We're going more or less this way. One year later, their footage was found, but the three were never seen again. Three film students traveled to Maryland to make a student film about a local urban legend, the Blair Witch. The three went into the woods on a two-day hike to find the Blair Witch and never came back. One year later, the students' film and video were found in the woods. The footage was compiled and made into a movie, The Blair Witch Project. All right, so this is pretty much the father of the found footage subgenre for horror. Um, I don't think there really hasn't been anything quite like this, at least the way this was presented uh, before this. You've never seen anything like that. Um, but it single-handedly pretty much turned the horror genre on its ear and placed itself on a short list of, you know, as far as relevant and significant movies in cinema history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, it had it was widely successful, you know, massive for the budget and everything. Yeah. So I mean, it doesn't take much to make this kind of movie, right? <clears throat> Everybody wishes they would have thought of it first. Oh, of course, absolutely. Well, and that's the thing because it's such a simple and just it's it's not anything complex. I think there were other like found footage films before this. It just nothing like that took hold. Well, know? right, nothing was. Put into Captain our faces, you know, the way this was. Right. And, uh, we'll talk about how the uh, the movie af- affected pop culture, but the social impact. Yeah, there you yeah. go. But uh, I got to ask you guys: Did you see this in theaters when it came out in '99? I did. Check. I did too. Um, Where did you guys see it? I saw it at uh, Grand Central at the mall. Okay, I'm Sorry. pretty sure we all three did. I saw it in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, you yeah. suck. <laughs> well, that's where I was. All right. But, yeah, I, I did see it. When I first watched it, I remember it was just really cold in the theater. And, I mean, it, the movie just set the tone. I mean, it was it was very... I, I thought it was real. I thought it was legitimately real. You did? Yeah, okay. I did. I did. See, when I left the theater, that was like, that's cool. You know, like there was like a doubt in my mind Yeah. <laughs> about it. Right. But, you know, I was Wait, like, that was cool. I don't know if I was like, man, that that got to be real. But I was definitely questioning, like, you know, was, is this real? I, you know, is it real? I was I willing know. to suspend disbelief for it. We'll put it that right. way. I was like, yeah, this is worth it. I actually knew that it wasn't real because this was back in the time when I was buying Fangoria all the time. And I found out about this movie from Fangoria, if I'm not mistaken. So everything I heard about it, I was like, yeah, I gotta go see this. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the 
I don't, I can't say that if it, it, this was my most memorable theater going experience, but it is definitely up there as one of the more memorable ones. Yeah. That Especially for horror movies. Yeah. Actually. Oh, absolutely. In, in any movie. I mean, yeah. well, I mean, it's really hard for me to get, I don't know, anything with the feelings, I guess, that horror gives me, you know, but... Yeah, the, this movie absolutely was one of my favorite theater theater going experiences I ever had. It but ranks above Titanic, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> you know, that was pleasure. That was a good theater no, that experience. Was, it was, it was, and honestly, that's the best way to see that movie. Yeah, it sure is. You know, because in Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. sure, yeah, I've seen Jurassic Park in the, at the at the drive-in. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that the Terminator Two. Yeah, no way. Yeah, that was very popular that summer yeah. at the drive-in. I did see T two. Dad actually took me to go see Terminator two. We saw it in just a regular theater though. Yeah. That was that was awesome too. Pretty this intense in the drive in. This atmosphere cool. reminds me of the drive in. I wish we had a theater the screen, screen right here. Right? <laughs> yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Watching the movie instead of reviewing it. We're yeah. all going off on memory here. <laughs> God. We have to place all of ourselves. Yeah. Hopefully. Too bad we fucking have killers chasing us and stuff. Yeah, very unease guys. So. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure what you saw was really a killer. Well, I mean, he was going. To... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I heard and I saw and it, everything within me was telling me to run. Right, you got possums making noise like that? <clears throat> I don't know. The ones in cartoons do. Huh. I know killers from just before Don. And right there, <laughs> he always made his possums make that sneering noise. Right. <laughs> Did you know the Artisan Entertainment, they bought distribution rights for only $1.1 million? Sure. Bargain. Bargain, for sure. I mean, for what this did, man. And, and here's the thing, though, going back to, you know, wondering if it was real or not, you could totally buy this as being authentic. Oh, absolutely. It, it is so convincing, you know. It, I, you talking about how it's shaky? Well, <laughs> I mean... That does have a bit. It does. Well, even the actors, you know, they're just, they come off as completely genuine. And, you know, I think the director had a big part of that because, you know, he pretty much sent them, it's pretty much just ad-lib. A lot of it was, yeah. So, you know, improvised the whole way. Well, and and they were unknowns at the time. Yeah. You know, I remember. Which a movie like this can only succeed this way if they have unknowns. Right. You know. Absolutely. But uh, I like when they were going into the city, when Josh and Heather and Mike, they're doing the interviews. Um, you hear about the legend through the interviews from the people they're talking to, and it kind of, that sets the rules for the movie. Right. You know, kind of gives you an idea what to look for and expect. And I like that. It's it's very nicely done and it's again it's it's super convincing the two guys that are fishing they're yes. the best yes interviewers man yes <clears throat> uh, I I they that that scene Interviews. it, it kind of yeah. sold it for me like it really I felt like I was watching a making of of a documentary right you know um, but I will say I uh, however they landed the uh, the woman who played Mary Brown uh, Patricia DeCal great job just that yeah she's skeletal look of her face and just how she just kind of rambles on and um she actually passed away in 2007 in west virginia not anywhere specific but uh they west virginia is very specific right but not in like a city as well you don't need that you say west virginia it's very specific she probably died everyone (laughs) really generates their own opinion of what west virginia is no matter what the town is okay just saying. All right. Fair enough. It's not all the same. From, from home <laughs> knowledge, that's what we got. But she was also credited as the art technician in the movie as well, as playing the character of Mary Brown. But The art technician? Yes. Hmm. I wonder if she came up with the um, ideas for the, the symbols for the Blair Witch mm. and oh, okay. stuff, know. you know. I think that, that might land her the uh, art technician credit and stuff. She seems like a person who would create something like that. You know, they're pretty, yeah, they're pretty eerie. You know, like what we're surrounded by, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> There's yeah. so many of them. And That's why all. we are sitting here I, below dude, them. Like I, I said, we can, no move, we can move camp. <laughs> we can move camp. 
<laughs> I don't think that's a really smart idea. I haven't heard anything in a minute, and I'm, I'm safe. <laughs> yeah, that? that's kind of where I'm at, Right. <laughs> we're not much wood. I'll go get some wood later, man. Right. <laughs> well, we don't need to have a big fire, I don't think. I think I agree. we want to attract. Yeah. And also, since we haven't mentioned it, spoilers ahead and witches ahead. Oh, yeah. Spoil, well, spoiler warning. Well, sorry. Yeah, spoiler I mean, anything yet, we're, so we're a cool. bit out of sorts, yeah. hitchhikers. Yeah. So, um, so if you sorry. haven't seen this movie, go go watch it. Please. Yes. You Take a time this. machine back and watch it when yeah. it was relevant. Because yeah. <laughs> honestly, it might not work for you now. I don't know. Bring up a good point there. But did you catch how Heather's voice would change whenever they were recording for their documentary? Where it was almost like she had like an accent. Mm-hmm. It annoyed me. I hated it. Really? Yeah, I didn't like it. She's just something like her doing face something for the camera. Did that for me the whole time. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I just I don't think she's got a. She's real trying to do face. like a serious, you know, making a movie kind of voice. You know, okay. it's not necessarily Morgan Freeman, but you know. No, <laughs> she, she just comes across as an annoying woman that I would yes. not want to be around a long time. <laughs> the Lost in the Woods special. She's no fun, is what I'm saying. Right, There's certainly. no fun about her. Yeah. <laughs> she fucking hates scotch. <laughs> and see, they're right there. <laughs> she Strike <drank> one. <laughs> Strike one. Yeah, they run into some, you know, they get rained on a couple times on their journey, which we're all too familiar with ourselves, yeah. being mm-hmm. campers. Absolutely. And, uh, the, I really like the scenes of the candid dialogue that you get between the three of them. That That is another thing that really helped sell the authenticity of the movie. And it also made the viewer care or want to know more um, about these characters. It, it makes you think you're the one filming the movie. You know, filming it. Oh yeah, you definitely get that POV where you're like, it's a voyeuristic... Like you're almost like watching a snuff film, maybe in a way. Mm. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's a good point. But whenever they get out to the woods, I want to ask you guys: What started their trials and tribulations? Was it knocking over the rock formation, or was it Heather lying about being lost? Yeah, just you know, getting into the woods, and the farther they went, just basically going <laughs> yeah. to the woods is what doomed them. Just making that Pretty choice. Much. Okay. Yeah. I think they crossed into the realm of the Blair the Witch. Witch realm, you know? yeah. So, okay. you know, she pretty much the put, her, put them on a little <laughs> trial and error here yeah. know, through the woods and stuff. Um, you know, because they end up circling back and right. and everything. And, you know, even though they're heading north, just north, just east, just west. Uh, you right. know, Very the, vague. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I mean, it's... If they're buying into the legend of the Blair Witch, like the... You know, townspeople explain to them. Then I don't know. They're just it's it's that's where it gets a little bit unbelievable right. to me. Like, oh, they're gonna just challenge this. Well, during Blair the movie, Witch, this, I mean, yeah. Well, they the three they knew that they were making a movie, a fake a fake movie and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. they actually genuinely believed that the Blair Witch legend was true. Yes. So, you know, so that actually helped out, you know, right. cinematically. Yep, I did read that. <clears throat> so, that, that helps out big time. Sure. You know, your end product will be. Right. I like how the tension builds between the three. It's really well done. Again, realistic. It doesn't seem forced or anything. Um, it, it's just good chemistry. Yeah. Great chemistry, honestly. It really was. Very believable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, just... When you first saw this in theaters, how many times did you have yourself convinced in any point in the movie, whenever they're filming, looking around, running around, whatever, you you were convinced that you had saw something in any of that footage? Never. Okay. I don't say I never saw anything. Okay. And I'm just curious. Which is cool. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, because I know, obviously, with you kind of get... You know, in in a movie like this, you you kind of have to be on like a hyper focus. You are, yeah. You yeah. know, so you're paying attention to every little nuance and detail. And I was just kind of curious that if there was any point that you were convinced that 
maybe you saw something or not because I did read where a lot of people were convinced that you know they saw something in this scene and then there actually is nothing right. because that's the thing you never see a goddamn thing in this movie no. you see nothing you see the three of them and you see Woods after they go camping that's it so people have come up with theories like they did about three men and a baby about the ghost in the curtain oh, you know well I don't know about that but I think it just it's a perception thing you mm-hmm. know where they they knew that they were you know upon, Look, yeah going back and watching it, they knew that they were wrong, but they were convinced at one time that, yeah, they did see something. I was just curious. Right. Yeah, I mean, I never saw, like, an entity on the film. Right. But, you know, I mean, the Blair Witch obviously leaves these stones, these symbols up, hanging up and throughout the woods and everything. Right. Um, and then... Scariest rock formations right. ever. And then the, the Josh fun. stuff, you know, so, yeah. you know, that's... We'll get into that a little bit later. Right. But, yeah. What what's your guys' thoughts on the uh, scene where Mike kind of finally just cracks? He loses it and he reveals that he uh, kicked the map into the creek. Yeah, <laughs> bullshit. I, I'm just because it struck me is I don't know, it, like it seemed really out of place. But when this this last rewatch that I did, I kind of feel like I understand a little bit more of his mindset at that time because of what they've been going through. Yeah. It kind of changed my perception of it, and I'm just curious of what your guys' take was on that. Is, was it too over the top? Was to it, me it was, yeah. Okay, because I did it for... Very for yeah. Up until this last time, time, I thought way. it was... Okay. What do you think, Earl? I Lord? mean, it could go either way. Um, I could see somebody cracking under that kind of pressure like that. Right. Um, but it's Should not I? a very logical decision. Even if it's not helping you... You still kind of want to keep it, just right. in case you do get back on track. It's not like it's, it's stuff, super heavy, you know? right? Right. <laughs> so, right. I'd rather have it. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I, can't, I can't buy into the fact that somebody would do that. Yeah. Now, now I would have entrusted the map to somebody else other than Heather. I mean, after the first fucking day, for sure, you know. Right. With her vague instructions. <laughs> As we mentioned, she is annoying. She is. She is a little bit. But, uh, yeah, the moment we see all those, like, stick figures hanging all around in the trees and they're filming and they're kind of freaking out, you just, you know they're they're screwed. Yeah. You just know it. I mean, and, and it's so cool because they go from color footage to black and white footage and it's all grainy and... Uh, Two I different cameras. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. I thought that was... I, I like that detail. I thought that was really nice. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so the, so the the witch is playing games with these guys. Oh yeah, the whole Big freaking time. time, and you know, once you stumble across all this, like like where we're at right now, kind of these stick figures and kind of. I didn't want to say it, but since you brought it up, you know, yeah, it kind of triggers me. everything. You know, from yeah. crucially bad. I don't see it. You know, well remember, <laughs> remember in in that I hope so. in the movie. You know, shit started happening to him at night when you were sleeping. Right. Start healing. And start I'm not hearing. sleeping tonight. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know how well I'm going to sleep. I got a little bit I'm, of energy, but I'm going to keep going. I'm a little on point. I'm, I'm better, but I'm still uneasy. But well, you can do better than that. Guys, we have things to prepare for here. Okay, here's your motivation. You're lost. You're angry in the woods. And no one here is here to help you. There's a fucking witch and she keeps leaving shit outside your door. There's no one here to help you. She left little trinkets. You fucking took one of them. She ran after us. There's no one here to help you. We walked for 15 hours today. We ended up in the same place. There's no one here to help you. That's your motivation. That's your motivation. Please stop. Josh, quit it. It's had enough. Come on, man. You got her back. Good one. No, she's still making movies, man. That's my point. Please stop. This is my point here. It's all I fucking have left, okay? Just please stop. Please stop. Just please stop yelling at me, please. So, yeah, you get an idea of just how stressed these three are and just lost, no map, running out of food, or are they out of food already? I think they're low on food. Definitely low. Sure. You know, um, cigarettes yeah. are running really low. Yeah. That's not good. Right. 
wearing a set of beer. Yeah. So. Yeah, we have a couple, <laughs> few left. But, yeah, they, you just, man, you, you really start to, at this point in the movie, this is where I kind of felt like my heart really started to go out to these three because I'm like, man, this is, this is not good. Like, you really, I don't know, I feel like this is at the moment where I cared about these three the most mm-hmm. because you just know as a viewer that they're just... <laughs> Screwed. Yeah. Totally screwed. But right right before the Josh abduction is when I started feeling that. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, which sucked too because I was like, oh my, you know, I was really in depth with these characters now and then all of a sudden Josh gets ganked. Right. Well you, you know, knew someone taken is gonna you know, go. Right. So I think if I was to pick a flaw of this film it'd be that the the three characters didn't suffice to bring my interest in them enough. I mean, they weren't... Okay. They weren't engaging enough? Yeah, they okay. weren't engaging enough to me to, to really feel like... Like with each other? Or no, just as people? Okay. I just didn't engage with them like you know, somebody that there was no I connection. could relate to. Right. I felt like they were a little bit unrelatable. And that, to me, well, didn't make me feel okay. as, as whole, you know, so holy you, shit about what's happening to them. Like, oh, they're, you know, they're not sympathetic enough to me, is what I'm saying. I, I got you. Okay, so there's really no one that really you connected with was there anybody that you felt with there, Lord, that you sided with the most? Josh. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He he had his moments where he flipped out, as we sure. just heard, but he he really was a voice of reason. Yeah. Mike kind of became a voice of reason after, after he, he screwed the pooch. Yeah, already. pretty yeah. much after he knew. Like, and in well, a situation like that, man, there's no going back. You know, right. you fuck up once. Right. Yeah, you, know, you screwed it, man. You know. <laughs> But, you know, I did like Mike's logic of using the Wizard of Oz as his decision on which way to go. I kind of thought that was funny, a little <laughs> moment of levity in this movie filled of nothing but of dread and peril. But when you hear Josh's screams in the night after he, you know, yeah, he disappears, yeah. man, that is chilling stuff, man. Because it's off in the distance and it's echoing and... You know, we've been out in the woods, and we know what things sound like. I mean, it's just, again... They really hit it on the head. Yeah, I cannot yeah. emphasize how much I I can't comment enough on the realism on this. Well, it's really good, too, because, you know, you'll get a, a the big scream, you know, from him, but it's like, it sounds like it's like 50, 60 yards away. You yeah. Know? And then he screams, like, four, four or five seconds later, and it's like right up on you, you know? And yeah. You just... You just don't know it's what's going on. You right. know? You're just panicking. And of course, you don't see anything. It's that, it's that um, it's, you know, the it's kind of like why I like the thing. You know, you're you're in isolation. You know, you're right. just, oh, yeah. man, where are you going to go? You can't go anywhere. You know, you're right. stuck. You're flying to see your pants like we are. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. But when Heather opened up that bundle of twigs revealing Josh's teeth and the blood the next morning, yeah, that was like... I think there was a ton in there. I'm pretty sure there was was some. There was was all kinds of viscera in there. I've paused on that many times just to get a really good look inside of it. There was definitely some teeth, Yeah, but there's looks like a big piece of... Muscle, you know, or something like that, you know? So I think it's a ton, to be honest. I mean, because, yeah... Well, at first, I thought that was the tooth, but then as they zoom in on it, there like, is it's teeth. too big. Well, like, I mean, there's teeth, yeah, but there's... it's too big to be a tooth. No, right. I know what you're talking about myself, too. But yeah, when in the theater, when I saw that, like, like it's funny that you said that the entire time in the theater when you went, Lord, it was cold. Yeah. Like, my blood ran cold in that moment. Yeah. Like, it was just kind of like, cue the ominous music, the dum. And my- like, dude, it was... There's not very many movies that puts a chill to my spine. Yeah, that did. Absolutely, you know? it did for me too. So and, you know, and, yeah. I can, and to be honest, right now I'm tingling. Right now, you're yeah. talking about it. Yeah. Just the hair, um, you know. But <coughs> yeah, I but, hope that uh, shit don't happen to us. Yeah, <laughs> while we're out here. But uh, we see the scene where there it's the and during the day, and Mike's sitting there with this big leaf, and he starts eating it. <laughs> you know, out of extreme hunger. And I'm just kind of, it made me think, I just want to ask you guys, what's the weirdest thing you guys have eaten out of, like, extreme hunger? Or just, even if it was just, uh, I don't know, like a late night snack, something to gorge yourself with, which I would absolutely love to do right now. But 
because I'm so hungry. <laughs> uh, yeah, what's the weirdest thing? One time when I was a kid, I don't like vegetables. I, I refused to really eat them. Um, only but a few. Yeah. One time I was, I was out of my grandpa's and I hadn't eaten since lunch. Mind you, you know, I was only a kid. I was like probably six, six years old or something. And he served dinner and it was nothing but vegetables. And I, and I stood my ground and I didn't eat anything. And oh, wow. it was, I, dinner was like daylight. It was dark by the time I was allowed to leave. And I got my ass beat, got sent to bed. Um, and then I broke out later that night once after everybody left, or everybody went to bed. Yeah. And uh, I made myself butter sandwiches. <laughs> and I slurped them down real fast. Yeah. Butter sandwiches butter sandwich. the best midnight snack yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. Thank so, God for parquet squeeze butter. That makes I was it a lot so easier. hungry that night. I remember I was just like, God, I'm so hungry. Butter sandwich. There you go. Butter sandwich. Okay. That's interesting, <laughs> because I used to as a kid, and like I, I've even said now as an adult, like it's just, ugh. I, I would eat spoonfuls of butter. Really? Yeah. Hmm. As a kid. I liked it. You know, peanut butter. Oh yeah, peanut butter for sure, but yeah, I would do that with butter. Summer School, the movie Summer School, actually, I, when I first watched that movie, like literally the next day, I grabbed some peanut butter out of the, out of the cupboard. Yeah. And I started dipping it, my finger into it, yep. and eating it like that. Man, my mom was so pissed. She caught me. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I was like, it's on summer school. <laughs> I saw it on TV. <laughs> okay, King, what about you? What's the weirdest thing? I'm sitting here thinking the whole time, thinking I, I don't really think I have a weird thing. Like, Okay. But the butter sandwich thing is, is something I still do to this day. If it's really? midnight and I know there's a fresh loaf of bread in the kitchen and... A new thing, a parquet squeeze butter, boys. I don't even need a knife. I just squeeze oh, that. Dude, I don't like to eat slap it. it. Let me tell you that much. I don't like to eat it, but I was starving, so I understand. <laughs> that. I right. probably had, you know, I was I hadn't eaten like twelve hours, you know, which isn't right. even bad. So you haven't revisited the butter sandwich since then? Not really. I don't really? Think. No. Yeah, well, no. That's that's a King family favorite, I think. I hear you. We have it with macaroni and cheese and all kinds of stuff. I remember as a kid, that's what we used to do. You'd have buttered bread yeah. with dinner. Just a slice you give of that it. shit to kids nowadays. Maybe not Dave's kids, but, <laughs> you know, if I gave it to my kids, they'd look at me like, they wouldn't have what it. the hell are you doing? <laughs> what is this? I want chicken nuggets and ranch. Dad, did you put butter on bread? I need a block of cheese and some ranch. That's gross. <laughs> no doubt. Okay, so Heather's confession, the famous scene where it's her up close and she's crying and she's apologizing. Oh, after the um, the scene I fast forward night. through every time? Oh, why do you fast forward through oh, that come scene? on, really? Why? What does she say there that you need to hear? No, I'm talking about what leads up to that. You know, oh, when you're in the tent close up and all of a sudden you hear children. Right, well yeah. yeah. And that is creepy That is shit. creepy, I forgot you know, about that. That is crazy creepy. You know, okay. and all yeah, of a sudden, yeah. you know, the, the tent starts shaking and everything. Yeah. That was totally um, that was off script. That was, in, that was totally off script. The director was the one who shook the tent yep. on them. They didn't and know. They, they didn't, didn't know, know that was coming. Yep, that's okay. right. And he did that in the middle of the night and shit. And right. They grabbed their cameras and shot the damn thing. And it was, I mean, it's a one-shot one deal, you know? Yeah. Yep. That's cool. That's right. Yeah. Now, she may have overreacted. She did overact, okay, during yeah, that scene. A little bit. I mean, you got to think of what she's already went through, you know? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're probably on, you know, how many days? This is Three, four, something like that, you know? Something like that. They're hungry. Right. They want to get the hell out of there. But, uh, but yeah, her confession, I, I don't know. It's heartbreaking, but it's also kind of gross. <laughs> yeah, it is gross. Because yeah. you get a lot of it's been nasal <laughs> drippage and stuff, and it's just, I, I just know. fast forward through it. I, I know what she says, and it's one of those scenes that I'm like, this needs to be over with. Have, what you, was ever, have you ever seen the parody of it? Yeah, I was going to say where like, it has like the snot bubble that burns. <laughs> what was that on? Scary, one of the scary movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, when you're a movie that's I like love this. It. Well, yeah, it's great, but it's just, uh. But did you know after the... Uh, the film was released uh, in late November of 99, the Ellie Kedward house where it was filmed. Uh, it was 
fans were flocking to it and like breaking oh, pieces off of the house. Oh, and uh, the uh, township ended up ordering the very next month to demolish the house just to get rid of it. Really? Yeah, so it was gone. Sucks. Yeah, yeah it, it does kind of suck. Yeah, I knew it was gone. Yeah. But was that house like that? I and believe just in so. The wood, being, I believe even so. with all the handprints and shit. Well, I think they added the handprints okay. and stuff. Because the man, house, I believe, the way it structurally stood, I think that's the way it was. Wow. I mean, that is, that's definitely one of the creepiest houses you can ever find. No doubt. We haven't found one yet out here. There's thank no. God. Uh, one of my yeah. family's property that has fallen down by now. But when I was a kid, we'd go out there. It was Phoebe's house, Aunt Phoebe's house. And it was off the road, down over the hills into the woods, probably, I don't know, 300 feet. I mean, it was a ways from the road and, and down in a freaking dip. Yeah. Just this old house with vines taking it back, you know. And you could you could go in and go up the stairs a little ways, and you're like, I don't know about this. Right. Because yeah. right. it was old. Rickety. <laughs> yeah, and abandoned. Wow. When's the last time you were out there? Uh, the last time I was out there, it collapsed. And the chimney still stands, but the whole house has just finally fell in. Oh, That's okay. still cool. That the was maybe two hands. summers ago, but maybe ten years ago, you could still go in it, but, yeah. Hmm. It's neat to see an old building like that, though, just fall back to the ground, I mean, after. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a kind of a beauty to it. In a yeah. Way. Yeah, sadness at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Except that fucking house in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it brought sadness. That's, that's scary. But yeah, those handprints, man, that was so freaky, man. Like I, I didn't during that entire three minute or so sequence from the time they get in that house, Heather and Mike, I, I, I didn't want to be in there. Yeah. I did not want to be in this house yeah. at all. To be honest, As a viewer, I, I was. I, I remember. I wanted to, wanted the one view of, of Mike, actually. That was okay. all I wanted. I, I didn't care about Heather's camera because at, at this point in the movie, you know, they each got a camera because Josh is gone. Right. Um, and they're filming it, which is it's beautifully edited. Yes. You know how they do it. Yeah, it's cut well. But I wanted actually all of Mike's camera. I wanted to see that from right. fucking beginning to end and everything. But would that have exposed too much? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I really didn't want to be following around Heather. She just screamed. I was hoping she was first to die, but it didn't happen that way. <laughs> right. But yeah, that I, I it was so uneasy during that entire sequence and you know, and then when you get from Heather's POV, when you get to see She's just walking so slow through the house and everything yeah. and screaming and and it echoes and it's so loud and right. I just remembered it was like shrills in you know See, I'm, in the, in the I, theater. I'm getting the back tingles right now I'm just talking about it to be honest you know? yeah, man. I'm getting, I'm, it's sending me back to when we were in the theater when it was so freaking cold and everything you know yeah. I just it was just terrible you know it's just ugh god right when you get the hell out of here guys god, I'm kind of feeling on edge on edge here man I, I mean we're, we're talking about the Blair Witch right. Project out in the woods. I mean, you know, but it's not good. But when you see Mike standing in that corner, man, my blood that had already ran cold, I think it froze. Yeah. And then you just hear her. And then the it was cool goes, because bam. he knows exactly how Mary, the yes. one chick, you know, the, was, with the, the, fo- the yeah, legend explained it. And it was just to a T and everything, yep. you know, made one stand in the corner. Oh, God. Yeah, God. man. I'm telling it, it's, She's screaming at Mike. And he's just non-responsive, just staring dead eye into the wall. Yep. Man, what the hell? Chilling, man. <laughs> Chilling stuff, man. It, Good movie. At, when I, the, mm-hmm. at that time, for the first time viewing it, man, I'm telling you, that, that was some of the most frightening yeah. stuff that I'd ever seen on film. My wife it, got, it, got a re, it got a response out yeah. of me. My wife had never seen this movie until about a month ago. No kidding. And she was legitimately worried. We had to watch cartoons after no way. just so wow. she didn't go to sleep. Wow. <laughs> but that's that's the thing, man. That's how this movie this is how it affects you, man. Like it's it has an impact. Well, that's it does. good. I wanted to know how an impact would be for a current 
in this you know, social atmosphere. Right. Yeah. It's hard to viewer. find people who've never yeah. seen it. I can yeah. see where it could fall flat for today's audiences. Because, you think? Yeah, really? because I, you know they they have the found footage, but you know they use CGI with it, right. where they can do more fantastic imagery, and this was just straight up film, you yeah. know, and. I could see where it could be a little bland. But I think going into it, knowing the lore of it, that, you know, the way it was shot, and, I mean, if, if somebody takes the time to know what they're watching before they watch it, right? I think that improves the overall impression of the movie. Right, and that's, and the, impact. And that's the thing with, you know, because when this came out back in the day, in, in the summer of 99, I mean, you couldn't get away from this movie. Right. It was everywhere. It was on everybody's lips. It was in every newsstand, and this was right at the infancy of like whenever the internet was really starting to become a more uh, everyday household mm-hmm. item, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. And at that time, the internet we know today was not what it was in 1999. Right. We didn't have all this, you know, expansive knowledge, but it was utilized perfectly by Eduardo Sanchez and Daniel Myrick to where. They executed it so well and marketed it so well that it created enough doubt within every person that yeah. had heard about this movie if it was real or not. Yeah. Made you question it. And I gotta give mad respect to those guys for this. I mean, that's that's incredible. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. It really is. But I want to know, did you guys, any of you, uh, you catch the sci-fi channel mockumentary, The Curse of the Blair Witch Project? I have not. Okay. I kind of fell asleep in it, but I remember watching it. Okay. Well, just, it's straight up, it is a documentary that looks like any other documentary you would see on any kind of like folklore or legend that's about the Blair Witch. And this was uh, aired on July 11th of 1999, and Sci-Fi played the shit out of this for the rest of the summer. <laughs> so, like, you again, you couldn't get away from yeah. it. And it was, again, with, you know, the marketing of it, it helped cemented that, like, is this real or not? Yeah. Because if you watch this and you just take it like, oh, okay, I'm watching a documentary on something and not knowing that it's on a, you know, a fabricated legend... That's a legit documentary. Yeah. You know, and they have this little segment where it's like they take, it's like an excerpt from another documentary. It's called The Mystic Occurrences from 1971. And it's got this kind of hippie looking dude on there. And he's talking about witches and things like that. And they marketed the shit out of this movie. And I'm telling you, it it really is, it's it's impressive. It's beyond impressive in my opinion. Well, adding on to the you know adding to the genuine genuity of it all, um, you know, IMDb listed the actors in this movie as missing, presumed dead. Oh yeah, at one throughout, time, you yeah, know, yeah, just to sell it, you know, because yeah. people were like, oh shit, you know, like, I'm going to research this real quick, right? You know, they had IMDb in 1999. I guess so, you know. Okay. I mean, they. they I don't think it's what it is now. Well, yeah, I was going to say it wasn't something I could quickly access. Right. It was, I mean, but it was before the film was released. Yeah. So, I mean, they yeah, were selling it from, you know, from the get-go. And another thing that the, like, during screenings, they, uh, the filmmakers, they made advertising efforts to, uh, for the events in the film to be factual, and it included, like, flyers at the yeah. festivals at Sundance, Asking people, like, if they knew anything about these people to come forward. Like, I mean, they sold this, you know, because these were missing students, you know. And that's all in addition to using the Internet and creating a a website that was the whole legend of the Blair Witch. So if you went to go search Blair Witch at that time, you wouldn't get the thousands of, you know, search options at that time. That's what you would get, you know. I'm telling you, genius, so genius. But uh, there was no social media commentary either back then, so it no. wasn't like you had a place to put your opinion. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like I said, it's impressive, you know. And you know, Blair Witch Project, you know, paved the way for scores of found footage films, uh, the Paranormal Activity franchise, uh, The Last Exorcism, um, actually, Wreck, uh, Paranormal Activity. Because of this movie. Once Paranormal Activity was being made, I found out about it before it 
it was even being really released yet. And uh, I know what you're gonna say. I was um, such a fan of Blair Witch Project, you know, and the found footage and everything. I actually supported uh, Paranormal Activity, the first one. You're in the credits, I'm right? In the credits. Yeah, sure. That's surprise, right. a promoter. And I shit forgot about that. Unreal. Hey man, I love that. That's awesome. I like the first one. No, I didn't get paid. I gave them money, dude. (laughs) No, that's awesome, though. That is cool. A couple bucks, but you know, it's something, you know. But I totally support that kind of stuff. Maybe not anymore. There's like six paranormal activities or something. Yeah. I watched the second one and it did not thrill me, so. Well, I have a side note on this subject. Uh, Okay. I have three other recommendations for listeners. Okay. If you like this kind of movie. I know what I one too. of them is, and yeah. it's in my notes. <laughs> hmm. Troll Hunter. Troll Hunter. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's top of my list. I'm telling you guys, it's a great movie. It's a Norwegian subtitle movie or something. And Swedish, that's it. I don't know. It's the subtitles. But it is well done in the fashion of this hmm. Blair Witch topic. Okay. With better better technology. We've got Nightlight from 2015. That's I'm about, about that. Kids that get lost in the woods and, you know, shit goes down and they end up in a creepy church at the end. Kind of like hereditary. But yeah. Anyway. I haven't seen that yet. Nightlight. Mr. Jones from 2013. Mm. It also had, like, these wooden, uh, well, not statues, but they were more like a mannequin made out of sticks than what the, like, Blair Witch like Cross Like man or something? Yeah, it's more like ah. that, but he's got, like, a few of them around this place. And he's going to find this property in there. Hmm. It's Mr. Jones's place. But right on. Stick golems. Stick golems. There you go. Stick That's golems. That's cool. I'll tell you another one that uh, I really liked uh, as far as the found footage. Uh, is called The Taking of Deborah Logan. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen that? I have. Yeah. Uh, real creepy, kind of like you didn't expect to see what you were going to see near the end. Yep. Where they're kind of like down <laughs> in that... Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Well, I I'm not spoiling it. Yeah. yeah, I'm not spoiling that because that's a moment you got to experience, Virgin. Right. <laughs> it is. So, um, but with all that being said, there's some detractors on this, and Cannibal Holocaust director Rogerio Diodato criticized the publicity that this movie got for being an original <laughs> idea. Of yeah. course, he I would. <laughs> I see what he's Terry's coming from, though. Oh, you know. God. And uh, I guess there was also uh, some creators of this movie called The Last Broadcast from 1998, Lance Weiler and Stefan Avalos. They claimed that this, The Blair Witch was a flat-out rip-off of their movie, uh, and they were planning on suing Hacks and Films, but I guess it never really... It was a rip-off of their movie, which was what? Uh, it's called The Last Broadcast from 1998. Oh, okay. Hmm. I've it. never seen it. I did see... That's obviously, funny. we watched I'd never heard of that together. one. But until you know, yesterday, because this is the anniversary of the Blair Witch, yep. somebody posted the top 20 horror or found footage horror movies, you know, if you love the Blair Witch. Yeah. And it was one of them okay. that I didn't recognize. And I was like, oh, that's earlier than the Blair Witch. I'll have to check it out. So sure. I don't know anything about it, but it is. I don't either. That's what I'm saying. There, there has been found footage film, you know, even before right. this, you know, I think even in the 80s. And so there's some found footage films, but um, you know nothing really took hold like this. You know, this it was is the phenomenon, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. this movie made hundreds of millions of dollars on a sixty thousand dollar budget. I mean, it's it, it's ridiculous. I right. mean, the percentage. It might be the best grossing fucking movie of all time. You know, I, compared I know. to budget to to. Um, the ratio. I, I know it's the most successful independent movie of all time, and I'll tell you that's probably going to be a number that's going to be pretty tough to break. Yeah, and they spend less money than they did on this movie. Right, quality film. Right, exactly. Nowadays, you probably could. You could. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is it going to be as effective? No, it that's won't. The be. Thing. That's the thing. Yeah. This this movie this struck right at the right at the right time. It did know? absolutely. It did. You know, it's, it was after Scream. Yep. and everything so you know Scream was Scream was going you know it's route you right. know and it's and it's creativity and stuff um, this was just a brand new kind of thing you yep. know but, perfect timing and I, I agree. but I do believe that you know without Scream I don't know if this movie would ever be made either you know what I mean because you know horror was dead 
you know, during this yeah, time. They were the really dead. You know? They were remixing Scream and calling it right. what you did last summer, Urban right. Legend. And oh, yeah. It was getting very, Final very, very stale. <laughs> now, I will say, of those movies you just mentioned, the first ones, I did like those movies. Yeah, but they were remixes like, of Scream. I mean, well, sure. But how many movies do you like that are obvious remixes of something else from mm-hmm. our childhood? There's a lot. I know there is. Don't even try to lie. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, they usually fuck it up, though. Well, sure, but you turn a blind eye to it. You're right. You, you, turn, right. A, you right. turn a blind eye to things way easier <laughs> You're right. I than do. I do. You're right. I and watched honestly, Knight Rider 2008. I am jealous of you of that in that regard. No. To be totally honest with you. I, I, I can go to my childlike place in my mind. And... <laughs> well, guys, I think that does about. that's about it. Yeah, I'm getting freaking tired. Start the flames here. Yeah. Actually, I'm gonna yeah, go ahead and right. get some we freaking wood. Some I'm gonna get some firewood. You guys do the closing. Actually, hold on. Let me bust yeah. out my ratings yeah, here for go. this Blair Witch Project. You know, it it's an absolute must see. Um, I'm kind of scared right now because of where we're at <laughs> because of this movie. Um, you know, but it, like I said, it's something that was really captivating in theaters. Yeah. Um, and I'll never get that feeling again, you know. Um, I've never had it since. And I can't wait till my kid is a little bit older, my oldest, so I can so show it to her. So you scare the shit out of her, right? Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing you know, see. There's nothing like seeing somebody's first reaction to something, you know. Pass that, that that's torch. Freaking, freaking awesome. Yeah. So I'm doing um, that with Adrian. It's awesome. IMDb, I think, has this at like six something out of ten. Um, I think that falls flat, to be honest. Uh, this is an 8.5 for me. Um, okay. As far as, you know, there's not very many things that scare me. Sure. Which you guys have known. Uh, man, this one gave me chills and a spine tingle. You know, I can't, you know, Exorcist is the, the movie that did oh, that yeah. to me, you know. Um, yeah. And Blair Witch Project, there's not very many films that they can do that. Short list. So, yeah. 8.5 from The Lord. I'm going to go get some firewood. Yeah. Catch oh, guys yeah. Well, you probably shouldn't have said that. What? To catch you guys. I mean, once you say, "Be right back." Well, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I'll be back. <laughs> Just get the fucking wood. Yeah, All right, I'll get the wood. I'm getting the wood. And don't screw around, man. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All right. So my thoughts on this movie. It's it's worth a it's worth a seven maybe. Okay. On, on, a, on my initial viewing, but I don't think it's held up as well since my initial viewing. Okay. So I'm more like 6.5. Oh, okay. So you Just, went down a little bit. Yeah, it doesn't set... It didn't set as well the second time around. Okay. Or the fifth time around. I've seen it more than twice, I'm just saying. Right. In recent years, it doesn't have as strong as an impact for me. Gotcha. That's okay. 6.5. Okay. Well, The Blair Witch Project from 1999 was written and directed by Daniel Myrick and Eduardo Sanchez. It's rated R, has a runtime of an hour and 21 minutes, and it debuted at the Sundance Film Festival on January 25th in 1999, and it was also screened at Cannes Film Festival. It had a limited U.S. release on July 14th of 1999. It had a full release on July 30th of 1999, made on an estimated $60,000 dollar budget made 29.2 million its opening weekend in the US and it grossed 140.5 million in the US alone worldwide it grossed 248.6 million dollars on a $60,000 budget that's unbelievable that is a nice chunk that is a very nice profit ratio there but uh, you can rent this on Amazon Prime for 3.99, or you can buy it for 4.99. It's on. It's streaming for free with ads on Vudu, as well as the Curse of the Blair Witch Project documentary or mockumentary. Uh, IMDb has this as a 6.4 out of 10, a meta score of 81, a Rotten Tomato score of 87%, and an audience score of 56%. Entertainment Weekly called this 99 on their 100 best films from 83 to 2000 or 2008, and. It was also Hollywood Reporter called this number three on their top ten scariest movies of all time. Is that Ketchum out there? What? Do you hear? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I thought I heard. I don't see. I don't. But this was the surprise out of nowhere hit of 1999. It spawned two sequels, comic books, video games, and novelizations. 
Now, you guys know I'm not real big on, you know, found footage movies, but there's always an exception. You're not big on lowbrow movies at all. Well, but there is always an exception, and this one is absolutely it. And I agree with you, King. It doesn't really hold up that well for rewatchability. But I could count on both hands with fingers of spare how many times I've seen this. This isn't a movie that you revisit a lot. Um, But you own it, you know. But... uh, it maxes out on the creepiness and unsettling factors, especially when you add in the notion that maybe this was actually real. And again, I got to give huge respect to uh, Daniel Myrick and Eduardo Sanchez for taking this small, simple idea and marketed the hell out of it. You know, they pulled off, I mean, you could say they pulled off the biggest prank in Hollywood history. And they laughed all the way to the bank. I mean, it was kind of like a hoax. Once you realize what it was, yeah. Right. But uh, not too bad for some Florida college students. Um, for me, it's it's not a perfect movie, but this is a 9 out of 10. I, I have a tremendous amount of respect for what this movie did for the horror genre, for what it did for me as a person when I viewed it the first time. Um, like the Lord said, you know, it. I got chills, I got goosebumps. It was... I was very uneasy in the sequence going into the Ellie Kedward house. I didn't want to be there. I'm with you. You know, but... But it still gets the Golden Apple Award of a 9.0 even after the yes, seven years. Yes, because okay. I I have respect for what it did. Okay. So. Good, good enough for me. Where Where is the Lord? I is told he? you I heard him. Nah, that's, that's it. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, should, we, should we wrap it up? Yeah, I guess. Well, without him, or uh, yeah, I know. I mean, I guess I don't know. I'll pretend. To, I'll pretend to do his voice. Okay. This concludes our review of the Blair Witch Project from 1999. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we did discussing it. You can find us on Facebook at Nostalgia Highway Podcast. Be on the lookout for new announcements and drawings and updates. You can email the show at nostalgiahighwaypodcast at gmail We also now have Twitter. Our username is at HighwayNHP. So there's all kinds of ways you can reach us. So Tweet us. Yeah, tweet us. Yeah, I was going to say, there's all kinds of ways you can reach us. So if you have any ideas on future episodes, input on older episodes, any questions, we'd love to hear from you. All right, so that wraps it up. I'd say so. All right. Is that Ketchum? Is that? Found the car. It's Ketchum. Dude, what? He got the car. What the fuck? All right, give me shoes. Let me get my shoes. Oh shit, run! Oh shit, run in my shoes.